I'm just mad about saffron. Oh, saffron's mad about me. They call me mellow yellow, quite rightly. They call me mellow yellow, quite rightly. They call me mellow yellow. Here it is, folks, the two-part episode you've been waiting for. We've talked about blood and guts and boobs and butts, naked men and ladies, swearing and dead babies. But today, our splatters come from a different place. They come from deep inside. Today, we explore the browns and yellows we do every day, but just don't discuss in the open. Join us as we get to the bottom of poop and pee in film in the first part of our two-part series on bodily fluids. Slums of Film History, a lowbrow look into the high art of cinema. Every episode is an in-depth look into a niche topic of film that is not normally discussed in polite company. I'm Slate. And I'm Tom. And each week one of us researches our respective topic, writes an episode, and schools the other. We discuss everything from Satanists to avenging hookers to castration. If there's a film subject too taboo, we haven't found it yet. Welcome. Tom. Hey, Slate. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm great, man. Well, we're finally doing this. Oh, yeah, we are. Shit. I don't really know how this is going to go. I, I wrote <laughs> it in the past couple weeks, and... Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure I know how this is going to go. It's disgust. I mean, it's it's gross. Yeah, it's going to be know? fucking disgusting. I also feel like it's kind of funny. I, I We'll just we'll see we'll how see. this goes. We've already eaten, so... Uh, hit me hit me yeah. with it all right well uh so this is the first part the second part comes next week when you talk about pee and poop this week next week is puke and jizz yeah puke, i think i won this puke round and jizz. so we kept we kept saying that you got the good one i here. got the good one yeah. so but that's okay i i'll take one for the team and do the the pee and poop and it's actually it's a good primer um just because <laughs> i had so many movies to talk about and this just because there's just so many pp a lot of shit scenes. out there yeah i guess you probably got a lot of puke and not too much jizz so there's enough jizz to go around okay good good all right well you ready to get into oh, it oh yeah right. yes indeed it's funny as i was kind of doing this and searching for a point to make i'd never found one so there's no point here <laughs> don't there's, we don't need a point. this is b-level stuff here I'm so. excited. Uh, that's good um but i did kind of just note that it's funny that bodily fluids are still taboo because yeah. people have been peeing and pooping for at least two and a half million years it's funny because even though we've been doing it for that long we didn't even show a toilet on the big screen until 1960 that's really just a toilet yeah wow and just a couple of other things so you know people gag and puke and scream and retch when you talk about poop myself included and while people are generally a bit more forgiving when it comes to pee try suggesting you don't mind getting peed on at a dinner party and you'll probably never live it down right people just aren't really into bodily functions no except at the movies for some reason watching it happen on the big screen is pretty accepted at this point <laughs> even kids movies have like pee and poop jokes yeah in fact there's so jokes. many pee and poop movies that I had a hard time deciding what to talk about and then what to evacuate. 
Uh, all right. Wow. This is, yeah. I've kind of stacked the whole thing we're, with a bunch we're of... in the middle of quality right here. Yeah. I, I kind of like uh, just labeled this um, in different categories. And this one is called First P Film. There are a few lost short films before the production code that hint at bathrooms. But the first actual toilet ever shown in a movie, as far as I can tell, was in 1960, where Janet Lee tears up a piece of paper and flushes it down the toilet of the Bates Motel in Psycho. Oh, wow. Hitchcock broke a million of the production code's rules, but he managed to get Psycho through the censors anyway. And some film historians actually credit him by saying this was the movie that began kind of the downfall of the production code. But we'll save that for another day and we'll get back to Poo Poo and Pee Pee. Like we always say, it's hard to find the first movie to really do the the first thing of all time. Right. I'm going to say that the first film to have a legit peeing scene was from Wes Craven's The Last House on the Left from 1972. Here is the first motion picture to offer to the daring a look into the final maddening space between life and death. The last house on the left. To avoid fainting, keep repeating. It's only a movie. Only a movie. Only a movie. You've seen it? I mean, yeah, yeah, but a long time ago. I don't remember pee scenes. Right. Well, the movie was pretty major. Yeah. It's a quick plot. Two girls go to a concert to try to buy weed from a guy in the street. They're led into an apartment where they're taken hostage by escaped convicts who take them to the lake in the woods and they torture and kill them. Coincidentally, they end up at the parents of one of the girls, hence The Last House on the Left, but I won't spoil the ending. The Last House on the Left was wildly controversial when it came out for a number of reasons. Sure. But one of them was the humiliating aspects of what the convicts made the girls do just for their own amusement right obviously there was rape and dismemberment and murder but about halfway through the torture scenes one of the men orders one of the victims to pee her pants we don't actually see her pee but they all start to laugh and point and then the camera kind of like swivels around pans down and we see that she's done it she's peter pants on the dvd special features one of the actresses says that it was real but a producer maintained that it was a wet sponge that they like put down her pants and you Mm. don't actually see the pee going down you just see that it's a wet spot wow but either way it's relatively unforgettable i even remember seeing it the first time i think in the like late 90s and i was like "Mm, don't make her pee your pants yeah what a dick yeah it's terrible terrible don't do that the first poop scene was also pretty unforgettable Um, i'm excited because i finally get to talk about one of my favorite movies of all time pink flamingos from 1972 oh god yeah okay jesus yeah i kind of can't believe that i made it through a season and a half already without talking about the ending poop scene in pink flamingos here's your chance Uh uh-huh but actually as you might remember there are two poops in pink flamingos the quick plot of the movie if uh, for our listeners who haven't seen it please make sure you watch it it's such a classic it's divine the 300 pound drag queen from baltimore is named by a tabloid to be the filthiest person alive yeah she lives in a trailer with her son her mother who sleeps in a crib and a friend yep and all of a sudden there's competition from a couple who are the marbles who want her crown in order to get it they sell heroin in elementary schools and kidnap young women impregnate them and sell their babies to lesbians and it all becomes a like a like a filth war basically and of course it's a comedy so in the first poop scene divine gets a birthday present in the mail and opens it in front of her family surprise it's a church i forgot all about that scene. i think because the second one overshadowed the first one but but yeah oh yeah forgot all about that she opens it in front of 
everybody, right? Yeah, she yeah, does. Yeah. Um, and I've got a great clip, which she goes, someone sent me a bowel movement, which for some, I thought was the funniest thing I'd ever I'd, seen. It's, it's funny when you recreate it. Yeah. Like well done. No, it's no birthday present, Cotton. I smell deep, dark trouble. Oh, oh my God almighty, someone has sent me a bowel oh, movement. Oh, a turd, Mama, a turd. Who could have said this? A turd! Oh, a turd! Oh, Babs! So one of the funniest parts about that was that they actually used a real turd uh, in the box. It wasn't a fake turd. And one of the cast members revealed uh, in an interview that Divine had actually shit in the box the night before. So she opened her own turd, uh, like, as a present. <laughs> which... disca- uh, never mind. I'm still not... <laughs> Still not as bad as the follow-up scene you're talking about. Yeah, correct. The scene became kind of famous for Divine fans around the world, and she frequently got packages in the mail with fake poop inside. And, of course, she loved it. You know, she thought that was hilarious. I'm glad it was fake that she got in the mail. But, of course, that wasn't the most famous poop scene in the movie. Oh, Jesus. The last scene of the movie, after Divine has defeated the marbles, the movie breaks the fourth wall and declares that not only is Divine the filthiest person alive in the movie, but she's also the filthiest actress alive. She walks down the streets of Baltimore, sees a dog's shit, picks it up, and eats it in one take. Jesus. And you can't unsee it. And it's still, this movie is, what, 40-something years old? Yeah. And that is, uh, that's the most, I'm probably stealing your thunder, but no, you can no. tell that she's trying to control gagging. Oh, yeah. Well, I she mean, does gag awful. on it. I like, mean, I mean, oh. she, yeah. And she's trying to smile and like, you know, stick out her tongue and be like, ha ha ha. And you can oh, tell man, that she's just, know. yeah. Do you remember what song was singing when she ate it? How much is that doggy in the window? Yeah, Patty or? Page, how much is that doggy in oh, the window? Oh, God, yeah. yeah. How much is that doggy in the window? <laughs> The one with the waggly tail. How much is that doggy in the window? I do hope that dog is for sale. I'm, I'm trying to not visualize that scene right now, and I, I'm failing. So odd as it seems, it was kind of brilliant. Pink Flamingos, while one of my favorite movies of all time, is not a great movie. It's over-the-top, crass cast. Uh, John Waters called them the Dreamlanders. Give it plenty of shocking laughs, but the turd-eating scene took it one step further. Way further. And it was, these people weren't acting. They were, like, legit nuts. This came at a time in the early 70s where Hollywood was having a renaissance of amazing, provocative mainstream films after a rough patch in the 60s. Yeah. Remember when we talked about In Golden Age of Porn, that one of the reasons why a movie like Deep Throat, and in this case, Pink Flamingos, could be so successful was because Hollywood was putting out great films and the underground was having a hard time competing. Yeah, it's true. Hence the real life things like actual hardcore porn and Divine eating a dog turd in real life. God, yeah. So the stunt turned Divine into a bona fide star. Mm. Uh, an interesting build on that, Divine actually called the hospital that night after shooting. I think the story is they all sat around and got stoned and she got paranoid that something was going to happen so you know that she was going to have some type of health risk right right so she called the hospital and pretended that she had a son who accidentally ate a dog turd of course they didn't you know how would they believe her but you know that's what you do right um what i do all the time and they said you know yeah it probably wasn't the smartest idea but that worst case scenario her son in quotes would get uh, a case of the worms but (laughs) she ended up being fine so oh good happy ending Mm -hmm. eating eating dog turd 
The following year, another shocker, The Exorcist from 1973, had what I'm going to say is the first piece scene in a mainstream movie. Okay. I know you're going to talk about the famous puke scene in part two, so yeah. I'll keep it to just the less remembered pee scene. Um, just to recap, The Exorcist before the sequels and prequels and shitty attempts to recreate it was one of, and still probably the scariest, most shocking and controversial highbrow horror films ever made. Right. I think so, at least. So it's Ellen Burstyn as the mother of daughter Reagan, played by our favorite Linda Blair. Linda Blair. And Reagan starts acting all weird, and one of the first shocks of the films happens after she has gone to bed, and Ellen Burstyn is having a party downstairs the adults are singing around a piano and linda is revealed to be standing there watching they all turn and look at her and she says you're gonna die up there the camera cuts to her feet and from her nightgown she pees she pees her yeah yeah she pees the brook you're gonna die up there Speaking of P, now we have to talk about Pasolini. Okay. Go for it. I tried to, just warning, if you've already gotten this far and you haven't turned it off, this next part is not pleasant. So we're going to try to get through it pretty quickly, and then we'll talk about more mainstream poop and pee. Oh, good. All right. So so Pier Paolo Pasolini was an Italian poet, writer, and political activist. Mm -hmm. But most importantly, for our purposes, he was a film director. Right. He made a series of films in the mid-60s, early 70s, most of which were adaptations of classic texts. And he was quite fond of sex, nudity, violence, and most especially bodily fluids. I've only seen one full Pasolini film all the way through, and that was pretty tough. So most of this info is coming from the internet and what I can decipher from his films on YouTube, which are hard to find and don't have subtitles. Gotcha. In Pasolini's The Canterbury Tales from 1972, there's two pee scenes. A young man, after having sex with a woman, pees in a pot, which makes sense since there was no running water back then. I should also add that he later puts his butt up to the window to fart in another man's face as a joke. (laughs) And the man, having already fallen for this joke, has a hot fire poker and he pokes him in the butthole. That has nothing to do with anything other than I thought that was funny. (laughs) And then I just wrote Italians. Anyway, the worst of the pee scenes is later when a man pees off a balcony onto people that are eating below. I don't really understand the scene because the people below kind of like laugh it off and motion that they're like trying to catch it in their cups. Um, I've seen people online talk about it having like baptismal significance, but I just didn't really quite understand because no subtitles. Right. Anyway, I'm just talking about this to grease the pan up for what we're about to talk about. Okay. All right, you ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Pasolini's last film, and I say last film because he was murdered right after he made the film, was the classic Solo, or 120 Days of Sodom from 1975. Mm -hmm. Deep breaths, deep breaths. Mm -hmm. Please, whatever you do, don't watch it. Have you seen it? I've only seen... start to finish. No, and I'm probably not going to. Yeah, no, no, no. Did you give it to me for Christmas a couple years ago? Yes. Yeah. I'm that kind of friend. Thanks. I watched it. I watched it from start to finish. You asked for it, too, by the way, for Christmas. I did, I did. I, I, I don't have a lot of regrets in life. That might be one of them. Yeah. It's probably the most upsetting movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, but it's also a comedy, which makes it even weirder and more upsetting. Hmm. Okay, so let's back up a little bit. Okay. 
Salo is based off the Marquis de Sade book, 120 Days of Sodom, yep. which was actually structured from Dante's Divine Comedy. But the Marquis de Sade was super, super fucked up and wrote about all kinds of sexual poop, rape, murdery stuff back in the late 1700s. It's really some disturbing shit. I've really? read some. I mean, even now, it's like, fuck, man. Yeah. Pasolini reframed Salo to take place in 1943, right after the fall of Mussolini in Italy, as four wealthy, corrupt, fascist sex fiends take a bunch of teenage hostages to a castle to do sex things to them. Yeah. Originally, I, I think, I feel like I remembered that they intended to teach them to be like sexually ed- educated and stuff. But they end up getting drunk with power and things get out of control really quickly. Mm -hmm. There are so many upsetting things that happen, and I'm not going to talk about them because we're only talking about poop and pee today. Right, but there's a lot of, but it's fucked up. So many horrible things. Yeah, it's awful. But among them, one of the men punishes a girl by pooping and forcing her to eat it. Mm -hmm. One of the men has a slave urinate on his face and in his mouth. (sighs) And the worst, the slaves are all forced to keep their poop, and it is cooked and served in a buffet-style dinner. We watch them eat it. That's all I'm going to say about these three scenes, because after watching it three or four years ago when you gave it to me, I had what I call poop mares for a week. <laughs> poop mares. <laughs> poop mares. You heard it here first. Yep. Poop mares. Yep, this is a brand new like psychosis here. Yeah. But here's the worst thing about all of this. Salo is actually a pretty good movie. Yeah. And I really was trying to deal with my emotions after I saw it because I was like, I get it. Like, I get it. I get why he made this movie. Sure. But it was horrible. It's almost impossible to watch the movie and not turn away for many of the scenes. The violence is almost insufferable. And do you really need to see people eat poop? No, you don't. But there is a point to be made in there. Once you have everything, money, power, success, you want more. And Pasolini used it to talk about fascism, something way too highbrow to talk about here. Yeah. Um, But there's a quote from a movie that says, nothing is more contagious than evil. If you can stomach the movie, it's the rare exception that shows the most disgusting things ever and doesn't really do it for exploitation purposes. And it has a 70% on Rotten Tomatoes, which considering what it is, is not bad. No, no shit. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. Wee, let's change the subject. Oh, good. <clears throat> so, all right. Let's talk about nicer poop and pee. Uh-huh. So do you want to know what the first mainstream poop scene was? Yes, Because we I had do. Pink Flamingos and we had Salo. Neither one of them were. Um, remotely mainstream. Yeah, I actually remember seeing, uh, as I was doing the research, that Salo made $0 at the box office. I don't zero? think Salo ever opened. That's probably why it made $0. I don't think it ever, like, I'm you curious know. How, what kind of a seller it is as a Criterion release. As a se- as a seller, yeah, I'm I, curious I to see how many people bought it. Yeah, I bet probably a decent amount. Probably know? sick bucks. <laughs> yeah. All right. So mainstream poop scene. Yes. It happened in 1980. 1980 okay. was actually a really good year for poop scenes. Oh, that's good. It's the classic movie comedy airplane. Yeah. Do you remember the scene? Yep. Shit is fan. Yeah, the that's exactly right. The pilot of the plane. The plane's going down, and he says to the co-pilot, "When he hears about this, the shit's gonna hit the fan." Cut to the control room. There's a fan blowing and a pilot brown poo hits it, sends some splattering and it lands with kind of like a, like a plop. That's not, it didn't end with a fart. It ends with like, like, yeah, like it was kind of a funny plop. It was like, all right. Yeah. You, you recreated it really well. Great. Great. When Kramer hears about this, the shit's going to hit the fan. Let it be known that whenever you see a man go into the bathroom and sit down, that means he's taking a dump. 
And there are so many movies, scenes where you see this. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's The Goonies, The Bad News Bears, Mrs. Doubtfire, just to name a few. So I skip most of them unless something great happens when Mm -hmm. they go in there. I have to mention that one of my favorites, though, in 1980's Sleepaway Camp, which we (laughs) talked about in Male Nudity. You remember this? I I just laugh every time we talk about Sleepaway Camp. Yeah, a man goes into a stall to take a dump and the killer locks him in. Then he or she drops an angry beehive in there and they sting him to death. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty great murder scene. That's a great murder scene. Yeah. And he's all like swollen and fucked up from it. It's they funny. Do... Yeah, because it's like the bees kill him. And then like one minute later, they're all it, gone. All the bees are gone. But also it looks like if you get stung by a whole bunch of bees, you're going to have some spots on your body. This right. looks like a monster, like chewed him up and spat him out. Yeah, it looks like he got stung by bees, died, and then let, someone left him in the trunk of their car for, for the like rest of the a summer. month. And right, then yeah, put yeah. him... Yeah. Yeah. Still a great movie. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's great. The third 1980 poop movie is Caddyshack, also a comedy classic. Yeah. In the movie, everyone is splashing around in the pool when someone throws (laughs) in a baby Ruth. Oh, that's right. That's right. (laughs) And everyone freaks out yelling, duty. They yell duty over and over again, which is very funny to me. And the pool has to be drained and scrubbed by Bill Murray. When he finds He's the groundskeeper it, in the movie. Yeah. When yeah. he finds it, he takes a big old bite out of it. And the rich owner's wife faints when she sees it. That's great. Yeah. I always love that. So like Poop, P also had a few mainstream moments after The Exorcist. Yeah. In 1977, Jane Fonda peed in front of George Seagal in Fun with Dick and Jane. Huh. It's a pretty simple scene. While discussing the robbery they just committed, Jane sits on the toilet and asks George to turn on the faucet so she can pee. She pees, wipes, and flushes, and then decides that they should continue their crime spree. This was pretty shocking at the time. This was Jane Fonda we're talking about. Right. But this type of scene became kind of a staple in Hollywood. Like, how many times have you seen a complicated conversation happening while two men stand at a urinal or two women sit in stalls next to each other to have, like, a serious chat? Right. It's kind of like the joke. It's like, they're talking about something serious, but, like, with men, they've got their dicks in their hands. And, like, women are like, oh, let me wipe my vagina, you know? Right. Yeah, that's how it happens. It's interesting, too, that pee is a serious thing in The Exorcist and fun with Dick and Jane. Right. I did a quick YouTube search for urinal scenes, and a lot of the results were pretty serious subjects. In Wolf, Jack Nicholson fires James Spader while he's peeing. He then pees on his shoes and says, I'm marking my territory. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember that. There's a scene in Robocop where two guys are peeing, talking smack about the boss, and he steps out of the stall. There's a scene in You Aren't You where Hilary Swank makes Emmy Rossum, her nurse, pull down her pants, sit her on the toilet while she pees, and then wipes her in preparation for her ALS diagnosis. Kate Winslet pees down her legs in a weird gender role reversal with Harvey Keitel in Holy Smoke from 1999. Hmm, yeah. Maggie Gyllenhaal pees herself in secretary to show her odd submissive devotion to her boss. Yeah. So pee can be kind of like a serious thing. Sure. But poop is almost always a funny thing. Yeah, sure. So here's a few examples from the 1980s. In Good Morning Vietnam, the late Robin Williams is hired to liven... He's not late. the late back then. He was alive back then. Right. <laughs> Figured that out. He's hired to liven up an American radio station and hilarity ensues. One of the earlier scenes shows Forrest Whitaker looking under the stall partition while Robin Williams is taking a dump without a care in the world. Right. 
On Terry Gilliam's Brazil from 1985, Robert De Niro is doing work on Jonathan Price's heater that he's like not qualified to do it. So the government gets mad and they send some guys in like those like airtight oxygen suits. Yeah. Am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Robert De Niro switches the air pipes with Jonathan Price's sewer pipes. Oh. So liquid poop starts to fill the suit up like all the way to the top. It, like it's you can start seeing it coming up like over their heads. I forgot about that. And one man's suit fills in bursts Ugh. of poop. That's disgusting. I forgot all about that in Brazil. Yeah. And in Weird Science, there's a poop monster. And there's a poop monster. Mm-hmm. You remember this? Yeah, it's what's his name's brother. Yeah, so it's Anthony Michael Hall and his friend create a science woman from electrocuting a doll and it turns into Kelly LeBrock. Of course. I'm simplifying the plot a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. She starts writing all of their nerdly wrongs, including turning his brother, played by Bill Paxton, into a giant talking pile of poop, which I'm calling a poop monster. That's fair. Mm-hmm. She eventually turns him back into Bill Paxton after he apologizes. Yeah, I remember. He was a poop monster. And he ate a fly while he's poop. That's right. That's right. Speaking of poop monsters, there's a poop monster in Kevin Smith's Dogma. Oh, man, I forgot about mm-hmm. that. I copied this from Wikia, not Wiki, but Wikia. Okay. The poop demon was, in quotes, brought into existence from the pain and misery of the people of Golgotha, okay. who, who were put to death by crucifixion and given form by the waste excreted by the victims upon death. Whatever. Yeah. It's not a friendly monster, so Silent Bob takes it out with a spray of aerosol air freshener, which kills it for some reason. Uh, um, yeah, sure. It's just Kevin Smith sometimes. I mean, just, nice guy, but mm-hmm. you know. Calm down. All right. Speaking of poop monsters for comedic effect again, there's an actual movie from 2003 called Monsterd. <laughs> I miss Monsterd. Is it on Netflix? Because I might you know, yeah, be able to catch no, Monsterd. No, I don't think so. From what I can gather from the trailer, a killer or criminal or such is running from the cops, gets trapped in the sewer and mutates into a monster, and <laughs> then crawls up through people's toilets and kills them. I think it's a comedy. <laughs> Either way, if Did it you wasn't watch this meant to be. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because there is really no other genre more into poop than comedies, especially comedies aimed at like high school or slash college aged men. Yeah. So I'm just going to read you a short list of poop scenes. There are poop scenes in Anchorman, Along Came Polly, American Pie, American Pie 3, American Wedding, Austin Powers, Austin Powers 2, Austin Powers 3, Big Mama's House, Beer Money, Billy Madison, Bruce Almighty, Daddy Daycare, Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo, Dr. Doolittle, Dr. Doolittle 2, Dumb and Dumber, Dumb and Dumberer, Elf, Eight Crazy Nights, Flirting with Disaster, Fools Rush In, Friday, Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle, The Hot Chick, Joe Dirt, Johnny English, Kangaroo Jack, Kingpin, The Ladies Men, Loaded Weapon, Master of Disguise, Be Myself and Irene, Meet the Parents, Meet the Fockers, Mr. B, Naked Gun 33 and a Third, Not Another Teen Movie, Please Academy 4, Porky's 2, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, Saving Silverman, Scary Movie 2, Scary Movie 3, Shallow House, Sorority Boys, Soul Plane, The Sweetest Thing, Two Weeks Notice, Van Wilder, Win a Date with Tad Hamilton, Without a Paddle, and White Chicks. Jesus. So you can see why I just kind of skipped all those and just did a compilation. Yeah. Lots of poop. A lot of shit movies, too. Uh Uh-huh. For what it's worth. All right. Shitty comedies is what I titled that. And that's accurate. But don't get me wrong, pee can also be funny. Of course. Specifically when someone either pees in their pants accidentally or pees in something they shouldn't pee in. Even better. So here's a few of my favorites. Okay. 
And Billy Madison from 1995, which I don't care what anyone says, is a fine comedic film. It's fine, yeah. It's not bad. One of the kids from elementary school accidentally pees his pants. Billy, an adult, or rather Adam Sandler, splashes water on his pants and convinces all the kids that peeing your pants is cool to protect his friend from getting made fun of. Right. Hey, look, everybody. Billy peed his pants. Of course I peed my pants. Everybody my age pees their pants. It's the coolest. Really? Yes! You ain't cool unless you pee your pants. Wow. Hey, man, Ernie pees pants, too. All right. If peeing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. Later, all of the kids that get on the bus have pissed their pants. Because they want to be cool. All right, they want to be cool, yeah. In The Full Monty from 1997, a bunch of women use the men's bathroom and one of them pees in the urinal standing up, which is pretty impressive. Although I did note, I think I saw one of my high school friends do this as well. It is possible. Oh. We get to see Oprah pee in the 1997 film Beloved. I'm sure the context (laughs) isn't funny because it's a Toni Morrison adaptation, but someone made a YouTube loop of it and it's just 10 minutes of Oprah peeing in a perfect nonstop loop. (laughs) So there's that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's just a, a lot of misguided effort. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, yeah. Ten minutes of overpeeing. Yeah. There's a scene in Baby Mama from 2008 where Tina Fey has baby-proofed the whole house, including the toilet, and Amy Poehler has to pee in the sink. But she actually, like, climbs in and, like, sits in the sink to pee, which is pretty funny. I mean, it's um, fairly funny, yeah. And Kirsten Dunst pees on the lawn at her wedding while wearing her wedding dress in Melancholia from 2011. Mm. She's kind of like marking her territory, I guess, before the world comes to an end. Yeah, it's a weird movie. There's a million scenes of women peeing on the toilet. There's actually an IMDb list that's borderline creepy listing all of them if you're interested. Borderline? Well, it's like, yeah, because I mean, <laughs> I, I was like, oh, creepy. this is going to be great. Like a list of, of ladies peeing. But it was just like really hot scene where you know you can see her wipe and yeah like, that's not borderline that's creepy yeah 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 i only kind of scanned them but among the most mm-hmm. common peers were katherine heigl kate blanchett and j-lo frequent oh. peers in movies i'm hmm. kind of going to move on from this because talking about golden showers makes me uncomfortable and a lot of internet people really enjoy that apparently Things we do to research these things for you, for our listeners. You're welcome. You're welcome, everyone. But here are a few poop standouts. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. Train Spotting from 1992, uh, which we talked about in Bad Babies and Male Nudity, Mm -hmm. has a few poop scenes, namely the first one where Ewan McGregor stuffs two opium suppositories up his butt and takes a stroll Mm -hmm. to go for a little walk. Heroin apparently makes you constipated, he explains. So, like, he hasn't taken a dump in a long time. But since he can't get any, he takes the suppositories and they start to, like, work immediately. And he has to take, like, a massive dump. So he goes into a into a pub to go to the bathroom. And so he gets into the bathroom and the toilet is broken and full of, like, diarrhea water. Mm-hmm. But he can't wait. So he sits down and he he puts more diarrhea water into the he shits diarrhea water but then he realizes that the suppositories that he had just bought had come out like in his diarrhea so he has to reach into the diarrhea water to get him and then you remember he keeps reaching he's like feeling all down there and then he crawls into into it and like swims all through it and it's kind of a lovely scene (laughs) he finds the pills and swims back up and like comes out of the toilet 
But later in train spotting, another heroin addict spends the night with his girlfriend and he wakes up alone in her bed. When he pulls the sheets down, he realizes that he's he's pooped the bed. Do you remember uh, this? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So not just like a little, but like the entire bed yeah, is like covered gross. in diarrhea. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. So he yeah. quickly removes the sheets and tries to get out of the house with them, but the whole family is having breakfast downstairs. There's like a grab and pull argument like over the sheets because they're like, no, let us clean the sheets. And he's like, no, no, I'll clean them. And then, of course, like somebody pulls the sheets and the diarrhea like goes like splattering all over the family in the middle of breakfast. I like that one. That's disgusting. Um, Uh, Yeah, that is funny. though. One of my favorite high school movies was Priscilla, Queen of the Desert from 1994. Yeah. It's an Australian movie about three drag queens or two drag queens and one transgender person that go on a road trip through the desert on a bus to perform a series of drag shows. The horrible but also kind of wonderful gay soundtrack is one of the best parts about the movie, but they especially love ABBA. And one of them keeps a little necklace vial that has a turd that she snatched from the toilet water after one of the members of ABBA didn't flush all the way. So she keeps an ABBA turd that she like wears around her neck. Yeah. Well, a few years ago, I went on a pilgrimage backstage to an ABBA concert, hoping to grab an audience with Her Royal Highness Agnetha. Well, when I saw her ducking into the ladies' loo, naturally I followed her in. And after she'd finished her business, I ducked into the cubicle only to find she left me a little gift sitting in the toilet bowl. What are you telling me? This is an ABBA turd? It's a good movie. I forgot about the ABBA turd. Yeah. Welcome to the Dollhouse from 1994. Oh, I was waiting for you to get to this one. Yeah, one of my top five movies of all time. Did we see this together? Yes. I think this is one of the first movies that we ever actually went to the theater and saw together. Yeah, yeah. probably. I know we saw it together, yeah. So it's middle school outcast Dawn Wiener, uh, or Wiener Dog, mm-hmm. go to the bathroom to take a dump, um, but she encounters the school bully Lolita, and then this happens. Come in here to wash your hands. Y- yes, I did. You came in here to take a shit. N- n- no, really. I don't have to go. My hands were just dirty, that's all. Liar. I can smell you from here. Please let me go. First, take a shit. But I'll be late for science. Well, you're not leaving until you do. I love that movie. No, it's a great movie. So good. I mean, but yeah, that's some creepy. Yeah. South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut from mm. 1999 <laughs> and Team America World Police yeah. from 2004 both have pretty significant sexual poop scenes. In South Park, the boys do an internet search for clitoris and they click on the first link they see. It's a German Scheiser video where a woman's <laughs> getting pooped on. And you remember who it was? Yeah. You know, it was Cartman's mom. Similarly, in Team America World Police, there's a sex scene between two puppets that progressively gets more and more intense until he pees on her face. Then she shits on his. We talked about how it made it through the MPAA in our episode on the rise and fall of NC-17. Yeah. Yeah, they just kept like... The poop scene did not. That was actually... Kept, you, that was on, that didn't that, make that it. That didn't make it to the initial R rating, but they put that in there knowing it wouldn't because they, they were like, okay, to get puppet sex they got the scene they wanted by adding so much awful stuff right. that they cut it down they to where they, they wanted would cut it out yeah, yeah. um but the, and the, you can find it i'm sure you can find it on the internet but also when they released the movie uncut they had that scene in its entirety back in right well and usually it's like you know they put these things out for the for you know in the theaters and then they just released whatever versions they wanted yeah. to after that on dvd so it's just like even the version that doesn't have in that probably doesn't even exist at this point because why would you watch the word the version that doesn't have a hot Carl scene when you could watch a hot Carl scene between puppets. Yeah. Yeah. 
So pretty much everything we have talked about have poop or pee scenes as either comedic bits or as a device to make a larger point about social norms. Yeah. But here's a few somewhat recent films where poop or pee is actually a major plot point in the film. Okay. So one of the few recent classics named by the American Film Institute was the movie The Shawshank Redemption from Mm -hmm. 1994. It's funny to think about the Shawshank Redemption now because it was not very, not a very popular movie when it came out. No, originally. not when it came out. No, it got great reviews, and the fifteen people that saw it at the theater loved it. I was actually one of them. Yeah, me too. Um, I think because I mean we were both Stephen King fans in high school and and after, so yeah. I saw everything. You know, mm-hmm. um, but it wasn't until after it got seven Oscar nominations and reopened in theaters months later did it start making money. Yeah, it ended up making so much money in TV licensing revenue that TNT started started playing it regularly on Saturday nights and my, my guess is probably still does. Yeah. It made much more money in VHS and TNT advertising than it ever did at the theater. I bring this up because Shawshank Redemption had a lot of raw sewage in it. <laughs> yeah. Quick plot, Tim Robbins is in jail for killing his wife, for which he is innocent. Most of the film is spent around his friendship with Morgan Freeman as he tries to prove his innocence and get out. He eventually escapes and the film backtracks to show how he did it, of course, narrated by Morgan Freeman. He's been chipping a hole through the wall of his cell for 19 years, and once it was completed, it took him to a large sewage pipe. He hits the pipe with a giant rock every time thunder strikes, and when it breaks through, he's sprayed with an explosion of sewer diarrhea, poo-poo, and pee in his face. He then has to crawl through 500 yards of sewage. That's a quarter of a mile Mm -hmm. of sewage, until he finally comes out on the other side of the prison wall. And this is disgusting, but I wrote, he kind of emerges the poop tunnel, like the way that poop actually comes out of your, he like crawled out of the poop he, tunnel. He, he was shat out he of that sh- tunnel. Exactly. Good. I'm shat glad out you, of the, the yeah. sewage tunnel, yeah. Hashtag poop Into tunnel. a big thing of water. So it's like In, into a, a, like a, a metaphorical giant toilet. toilet. Right, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I bring this up not just because I wanted to say poop tunnel, but crawling through sewage was kind of the poop icing on the cake. Right. What this guy had to do to get out. And in my opinion, one of the leading factors of why this film is so well respected. Right. Um, The 19 years of drilling the hole, the way he got rid of the cement, the timing of the lightning and the thunder in relation to hitting the pipe, et cetera. All of the details that were super interesting as like written by Stephen King made for a great escape story. But the quarter mile of crawling through human sewage was not only proof that his innocence was like in in essence more important than his pride, Mm -hmm. but that freedom was more important than everything that kept him from freedom. Right. So, yeah. I just thought it was interesting because poop was a very big part of that movie. Like if he had just had to crawl through a non sewage, it wouldn't right. have been as good. You know, yeah, they needed the poop in that. He story. crawled through shit yep. to, for freedom. Poop tunnel. Um, there was definitely some fluid influences in the movie, the Mexican from 2001. Oh, I forgot about that movie. Yeah. I think everybody did. It's Brad Pitt and Julia Roberts and Julia Roberts has been taken hostage in Mexico by James Gandolfini. Who's gay for some reason. I haven't seen this movie, but apparently there's like a lot of peeing in it a lot of Mexicans pee in the streets which I feel like is racist um, I, don't, I don't remember that yeah I saw the movie but I don't remember anything about it yeah in addition James Gandolfini doesn't trust Julia Roberts so he follows her into the bathroom every time she pees which actually happens twice so there's not one but two Julia Roberts pee scenes while gay James Gandolfini like watches um, you're making this sound like a better movie I, I, I don't mean to because I <laughs> everything I read about it was terrible. It's not that great. But then also a user online said that it's filmed. Remember like back back around this time, during the same time of that movie, Traffic, where mm-hmm. every time they went to Mexico, they'd put some like shitty filter over it. It had like it. that green filter or that yeah. brown filter. Exactly, say, yeah. This is what... 
Yeah, the Mexico filter is what right, it became. Right, exactly. And it was yeah. like, well, in this one, they put a yellow filter over it. And one of the users online said it made the whole world feel like it was the color of urine, which is also probably racist. Yeah. But if you like that type of thing, then you're in luck. <laughs> oh, wow. I've been dying to make that You joke. were waiting the whole I episode made it to through do that. almost the third act before I brought that one out. Okay. The next film is Maria Full of Grace, a Spanish film from 2004. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I own that, actually. Yeah, where a Colombian woman uh, with no money and no job fi- finds out she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. She's desperate, so she takes a job transporting drugs to America. She lubes up 62 pellets, and these are big-ass pellets. I saw them, uh, yeah. Yeah, of, drug, of powder. I think it's probably heroin. Um, wrapped in latex and then she swallows them it's that's the scene of her swallowing 62 pellets of that was that's tough it is tough anyway when she gets to america she and the other female drug mules must stay in a hotel where they take turns pooping out all the drug pellets i don't want to ruin the ending but one of them doesn't make it like presumably a pellet broke inside her and she she dies but i will say the dealers get the pellets out of her anyway yeah i remember that it's such a great movie though and it's a good movie Um, and the lead actress catalina sandino marino was nominated for an oscar for her role i forgot about Mm -hmm. that yep before michael fassbender was flapping his big dick around in shame which we talked about in history of male nudity or being nominated for an oscar this past year in steve jobs he played an ira that's irish republican army Mm -hmm. member that staged a series of protests in the movie hunger from 2004 okay so hunger is based on a true story and it's the first film from steve mcqueen from shame and best picture winner uh for 12 years a slave um the film is ultimately the story about a 66 day hunger strike but there's a pretty significant amount of poo and pee being used for strike purposes since that's kind of like the only real possession a convict has is like his or her body you know it's pretty great but it's also a very grueling film if you're ever in the mood for it okay I love a good grueling film. Mm -hmm. Speaking of Steve McQueen and Michael Fassbender, that brings us to our final topic, which is Oscar bodily functions. Oh, Um, great. I've mentioned so many Oscar nominees and winners involved in pee or poop scenes in the Mm -hmm. past 40 or so minutes. But here are five best picture winners with poop or pee scenes. All right. Dances with Wolves from 1990. Yeah. So Kevin Costner is fighting in the Civil War when he befriends a tribe of Sioux Native Americans. He keeps a journal through all of this and is eventually found by a guy who takes a dump outside and then wipes his ass with the pages. It's probably some type of metaphor for what he's done to the Native Americans. Right. Two years later, Clint Eastwood's Unforgiven won Best Picture. Yeah, we talked movie. a little bit about it in Hooker Vengeance, right? Um, but it also had an outhouse poop scene. Clint Eastwood's sidekick follows a guy to the outhouse and waits until he's good and settled. Then he throws open the door and points his gun. The shitter holds up his hands in surrender, but gets shot anyway. Clint was not impressed when he heard about this. Clint's not really usually impressed by much. No. The following year, 1993, Schindler's List won Best Picture. Oh, yeah. Obviously, Schindler's List was about Oscar Schindler saving over a thousand Jews from the concentration camps in Germany during the Holocaust, probably one of the most important films ever made. Right. But in an early scene, a young boy looks all over the camp for a place to hide. He eventually jumps down the hole in the outhouse to hide in the sewage. Other kids have found that hiding spot. It's one of the most memorable scenes in the film. Yeah. 
One of the most unmemorable Best Picture winners from 2000, Gladiator, has hmm. a scene where just before a show, I wrote show. Is that what it's called? What is a Gladiator thing? Like a like a fight or a duel or show? The show, uh, the Gladiator event. show. He was going to the Gladiator yeah, it was show. The, I love the Gladiator it was like show. Like a Broadway song it and was, dance song number. And dance. I hated this movie, so I don't <laughs> care. The, if they had a song and dance number, it probably would have been a lot better. But anyway, the guy standing next to Maximus, who is played by Russell Crowe, pees himself because he's scared because mm. he has stage fright before the big gladiator show, the big gladiator I, I, number. I, I, at well, the end. It's, yeah, it's a big, it's a big production. <laughs> I hated this movie so much. I hated it. <laughs> I had no problem with yeah. it, but I didn't love it either. Most recently in Slumdog Millionaire from 2008, little Dev Patel wants to get an autograph from his favorite celebrity, but gets locked in an outhouse as a prank. You remember this? No, I never saw this movie. Oh, you didn't? Well, he jumps. He He's like, he sees the celebrities coming or whatever, and he's stuck in the outhouse. So he has to jump into the poop. And then he gets out of the poop and like runs down. So he does end up getting his autograph, but he's completely covered in turd. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, I've never saw. I, it's one of those movies I knew I needed to see. I never saw it. Yeah. So that was the last of my Oscar movies, um, and that pretty much brings us up to date. So that's bodily fluids in films. But of course, I do have a couple of honorable mentions which I'd like to discuss with Please. you. Please, mm-hmm. right before we go to the Gladiator show. Uh, yeah. Before we take this out with the final number, which is a song dance number starring Russell Crowe and some guy that peed himself. Right. So the Jackass movies, uh-huh. obviously just kind of centered around doing stupid stunts. I feel like I saw, I haven't watched them in a while and I do find them absolutely hilarious. They are fairly funny. But there is one where um, where one of the guys goes into a Home Depot and he poops in one of the prop this, toilets. Oh, okay, I, yeah. I remember, remember that. that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, I think in the third one, which I watched when I was like really, really hungover and almost threw up, not at this scene, but don't they rig an outhouse like on a giant slingshot and shoot? Is it? It's. I think it's it must Steve-o. be Steve though, because I feel like yeah. he, they made him do all the awful. Things. And they shoot him up in the air, and so once he hits and then starts to fall, it flips upside down, and all the poop comes out of the bottom upside down in the outhouse while he's in it. Yeah, I think you're right. That's I found disgusting. that funny. Uh-huh. Yeah, I might be making this up, but in Borat, it might might have been in one of the deleted scenes, but you know that was later unreleased. Mm-hmm. Didn't he go up to the bathroom and come back holding a bag, and he had shit in a bag and brought it out? I feel it's, like he did that. I think so too. I think he came out so of like a fancy Southern dinner party and was kind of like mm-hmm. and he, he shit, shit in the in bag, bag and, and yeah, took it out. Magnolia, which I've only seen one time in the theater, but wasn't the whole thing centered around this genius kid at a game show? And he pees himself at kind of like the pinnacle moment. He has to pee the whole time and he keeps being like, can I go to the bathroom? And they're like, no, we've got this show. The, we've got this. He was on a game show. And they were like, you have to like stay here for this. And he finally ends up peeing his pants in front of the whole game show. Oh, probably. Yeah, I don't I'm pretty sure that happened. Yeah. Um, and then in the movie, The Paperboy, you seen this one? Mm-mm. Nicole Kibben and Zac Efron. He gets stung by a jellyfish and has an allergic reaction, and she stands over top of it and pisses all over him and all on his face, too, because the jellyfish stung his face. <laughs> Nicole Kidman pissed on Zac Efron. Well, I mean, I'm glad she did it. Yeah. You know, somebody needed to piss on him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, it was time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What did I miss? Okay, so you mentioned Magnolia, which yeah. a lot of people call as Paul Thomas Anderson's version of Shortcuts from mm-hmm. Robert Altman. Sure, sure. If you've Certainly seen it. as long as shortcuts. It is mm-hmm. long, and, and it's just because it's got intersecting stories like shortcuts. But there's a scene in Shortcuts mm-hmm. that features Huey Lewis, and it's a scene where he's out camping with his buddies. Oh, right. And he's really pissing because you could see him, you see his Huey Lewis dick 
and he's pissing. Wait, we saw Huey Lewis's penis? Yeah, it's right. straight up in this, the scene, and he's pissing mm-hmm. in this river, and this corpse floats by, and he basically pisses on this corpse. Uh-huh, sure, sure. So there, that's one movie that okay. he didn't include, but yep, that yep. was from Shortcuts. I I didn't see that movie It Follows, the horror movie It Follows, yeah, where yeah, it just I takes the form of different people, yep. and it one of some girl who's all like, like a woman that looks like she's been beaten up or tied up, and she's like pissing herself like it takes the form of some person that kind of pisses itself as it's coming uh-huh. after somebody there's a scene I've yeah. seen I've only seen that scene like that right other scenes. Yeah, I've never no, seen the movie I need familiar. to see it I don't specifically remember that she it's pissed a, herself but I know something like that yeah. anyway that's the two things that come to mind uh-huh. okay I do have a couple of references okay um, I don't really, I don't know why I said that because most of the references I'm not, I don't want to point you towards because there are a lot of people that are just, I I totally, if you're into pee, if you like to get peed on, like that's totally cool. I have no problems with that. I just don't, I'm not going to point any of our listeners to a site that shows you where you can watch people get peed on. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just don't, I just don't need, you have the internet. You can do that. You can Google. Um, No, no offense on your own. What you like is what you like. I got no problems with you, but you can figure that out yourself. But there was one thing that I thought was pretty funny. Uh, Movie related so there's an app called run p you can find it on run and it tells you in movies the best time to go to the bathroom during the movie that's i like that yeah so like even in the, it's very very up to date so what was the last superhero movie that came out the batman superman one i feel like there was one after that but anyway they have they do it like the second these movies come out somebody goes in there and thinks oh there's a you know four minute very boring scene and immediately they do it so i think you can even set it to like buzz to tell you like now's a good time to go pee if you want oh nice which i thought seems pretty helpful and uh, that is pretty helpful yeah all right so that's it i want to ask you since you're going to be writing the next one what did you think of the format do you think that i should ha- do you think i missed something do you think i really think you didn't meet the social ramifications of you know being i'm just kidding um yeah. no it's fine i liked it i like the format there's no greater nuance or some sort of thing that speaks to the human condition beyond the fact that it's a bodily function right well yeah i mean i always you know, a lot of these we try to make these you know kind of points or we try to like have a moral to the story i was just like i don't there's no moral to the story no like, you know there's some upsetting ones there's obviously like the sallows and the schindler's list and but then there's all so they're like somebody pooped on his head you know or whatever which i was kind of like you know those are funny but they're also kind of like they're cheap you know like right. when you're looking at a, a movie like a long came Polly or something like that and it's just like it's a comedy so we put the part where he poo pooed you know it's like yeah right. I, you laugh the second that happens and then you like never think about it again you know well, it could be used as like shorthand for absurdity like someone could be like on the toilet and they're having a heartfelt conversation, but they're on the toilet, like you mentioned, yeah. you know, and it sort of it sort of offsets the seriousness a right, little bit. Yes. So it can be used for effect for things like that. The shift tone. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, or just cheap comedy because poop is funny, I guess. Yeah. I tried to take the high road. Maybe I did. Maybe there was I no didn't. high road. Well, there. I also said diarrhea a lot of times. You did say that a lot of times. It's no, the funniest word ever, ever created. You say that a lot in real life. Diar- I find it so funny, diarrhea. Yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, this is a great episode. I learned more than I probably needed to about mm-hmm. peeing poop. But again, that's great. Yep. I think our listeners you are going to love this You take this with one. you when you go to write your next episode. I am. I'm so. excited about the next one. Well, and it's a so. good way to, to wrap it up. So join us next week. For Puke and Jizz, the second part of our two-part series on bodily fluids. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Slums of Film History. You can find us on the web at slumsoffilmhistory.com where you can view links to some of the movies we talk about today, along with pictures, videos, and additional resources, as well as Bad Movie Monday, our recommendation for the worst of the worst films every Monday night.
If you want to keep up with us, we're on Facebook and Twitter, where we share out a lot of additional content. And as always, please fact check us and let us know if we left anything out. We're not professionals, just two friends that love gross movies. The following year, sorry, I was having a little bit of a turd.